0: back to the Hollow Sky podcast. We are your hosts, Steven
1: and Kyle. How's it going, Kyle? Uh, not as good as it should be.
0: It's true. But on that note, we are doing things a little different. If you mm-hmm. notice that our audio is not up to par as we normally are, and we are recording this remotely via Skype. We're just kind of testing it out, seeing how it works because I, Steve, Was possibly exposed to the virus here recently, the corona. So, just doing my due diligence to keep Kyle and his family safe. So, we're going to record some episodes like this and see how it rolls. Um, after that little tidbit of good news, you can find us at all social medias: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Search Hollow Sky Podcast, and we are there. Come over, hang out with us, enjoy your shelter in place with all of us other weirdos at the Hollow Sky Podcast. Just hang out. Now would be a good time to submit some personal encounters. Anything that really happened to you? Seen a UFO or Bigfoot or ghost possessed by a demon? Shout it out. Send it to us. Kyle's going to tell you how.
1: You can give us a call at one 877 800 You can email it to us and send that over to the hollow sky podcast at gmail.com. You can also record it on your smartphone. You got a voice memo app, and then you can shoot that over to the email too.
0: If you listen to us on Apple or iTunes, make sure you hop on over there and leave us a five-star rating and review. Well, I mean, you can leave us any kind of rating you want, but if you leave us a five-star and review, we will shout you out because you guys are dope and it's worth a shout out. So ours today is brought to us by Palm Trees 24. This is hollow sky for the win. I love the guys. their narrating is top notch and the wide array of topics is great. I feel like I'm chatting with friends and one day I'll call in and leave a message. Keep on keeping on. So yeah, that one day should be now.
1: Word. And although I do appreciate the praise, I don't know that our narrating is quite on point. (laughs) We try. (laughs) As long as,
0: try. as as long as everybody enjoys it, that's all that matters.
1: Hey, I, so I, I can so agree much.
0: with that. Thank you so much, Palm Trees, for taking the time. Little, we definitely appreciate it. Um, as far as our listener experience of the day, we have a time travel, possible alternate universe story. Ooh,
1: Weird. Right up
0: my alley. Yep. So this comes to us from Victoria. Here's what she sent. It says, Hi guys, love the podcast. Gives me something to listen to every morning on my way to work, so thank you. Something happened to me a few years ago, and I'm not sure what to make of it. So hopefully, hopefully you'll find it interesting. I was out doing some shopping with my grand, and we were on on the high street on the way to the post office, and a woman across the road shouted my grand's name. She was called Kay. The woman waved and gestured to the coffee shop that she was standing outside of across the street, obviously asking my gran if she wanted to come and have a chat and coffee. My gran shouted back to her that we'd meet her in the shop in five minutes. She just needed to post a parcel. We went into the post office as planned. My gran explained to me that the woman was Winnie, I assumed short for Winifred and that they used to be in the RAF together when they were young and had kept in touch ever since. After we came out of the post office... We went to the coffee shop, but the woman wasn't there. We got a coffee and waited for her for about a half an hour to see if she possibly just went to another shop first, as we had. She never turned up. After half an hour, we decided to leave. My gran didn't have a mobile phone, so there was no way to call her to see what happened, but I thought nothing of it. A few days later, my gran received an invite to Winnie's funeral. She had actually died five days prior to her receiving the invitation, but we had only seen her outside the shop three days prior to this meaning she had already, already been dead for two days when we saw her. I thought that possibly there had been some mistake, but the woman knew my grand's name and obviously knew who she was. My grand had since died herself. When cleaning out her things, I found some old photos with me and Winnie written on the back, and the woman in the photo definitely looked like the younger version of the woman that I saw that day. Not sure if this was just a case of mistaken identity on both sides, or if this is ghost activity where people are known to say goodbye before they leave, Perhaps a parallel universe type of thing. What do you think? Thanks for reading. Stay weird, Victoria. What do you think, Kyle?
1: Uh, it's really weird. Well, yeah. <laughs>
0: I um, mean I don't know. Like, I don't like know I kind either. of went off. I kind of went off when we recorded last time about how all those lines blur to me between ghosts, parallel universes, and time slips and such. Like, they're all so similar, but different enough to where you you could lump them together, but you almost have to keep them apart. Because it could have easily been a ghost-type situation, a spirit-type situation, where she's essentially, as Victoria said, saying
1: goodbye to her yeah. friend. Absolutely. I mean, and it does make sense, you know.
0: But you then do. again, it could be some sort of... I don't know if it'd be a parallel universe considering the woman had already died. I mean I guess it could be.
1: I don't know. Well, I mean, it definitely could be because like we've stated before, in a in a parallel universe, the slightest thing could be different. Yeah. And just that slightest. So maybe in the universe that Winnie's living in this same day is playing out and it just bled over. And she just happened be there to catch it as high as possible
0: because i've read stories where people will get up i forget where it was but they got up and they jogged every morning and they would see this like transparent apparition of a man in a red jogging suit jogging well come to find out it wasn't a ghost at all but a guy that had lived there years previous had went out and jogged in the red jogging suit every morning, but he was still alive. He had just moved on to a different state, but almost like his residual energy was still there.
1: Yeah. Carrying
0: on, carrying on.
1: Right. Like I the know. way, I, the way I see that type of stuff is just kind of like how back in the day they used like those wax cylinders to record audio. Like it's just, you know, that's the way I kind of envision. Uh, residual hauntings or just residual spirits to begin with you know it's just our energy gets so ingrained in a certain location that it just stays there and <laughs> some, sometimes the the conditions are right for that energy to kind of present itself to us
0: yeah to... the only thing that keeps me from like writing it off as residual is the fact that it interacted and called her grandmother's name right so it's a, it was oh it, it's like an intelligent haunting basically but yeah i don't know it's a weird story
1: i mean i do like the the idea of uh winnie saying goodbye yeah just just the idea of that is is nice
0: it makes you wonder what would have happened if she would have went to the coffee shop in, before the post <laughs> office just that,
1: would have went over there that would, that would have probably made things a lot more interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. Because, oddly enough, playing into the episode, what if she would have walked through that door and crossed into <laughs> that universe?
0: Yeah, in and into Winnie's universe.
1: Yeah, which, oh man, that'd be a mind fucking itself. How would you even know? Yeah, I don't know that you would, other than the fact is, say like the daughter went to. And she in her head knew that Winnie had passed. So.
0: Oh. or what if, what if they would have went over there, enjoyed the coffee, spent the whole day with her, you know, just like nothing, nothing was happening. And then they get the invitation to the funeral <laughs> five days later that she'd already been dead for two days.
1: Yeah, so it'd be like once they crossed the coffee shop door, they jumped into the universe, had coffee with her and all that stuff. <clears throat> And once they left the coffee shop, they went back into their universe. That would be a mindfuck. Because you'd be like, wait a minute. No, I just had coffee with her.
0: Yeah, there's no way. No way she could have been dead for two days.
1: That would have been fucking crazy.
0: Oh, that's nuts.
1: Absolutely crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to say about it. It's weird. Like you said.
1: It's definitely weird.
0: Thank you for submitting your story, Victoria. It was awesome. Right up our alley. Kind of shit we like. Yeah. So, if the coffee shop door was a portal, that would be a pretty good lead-in to where you're taking us tonight, huh, Kyle?
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah, because the topic for tonight that I randomly, utterly randomly chose is portals.
0: Set them up and knock them down.
1: Yeah, and literally the first line that I have written down is, so this topic is right up Steve's alley. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Weird. But, uh, you know, we all know that the old, well, what I'll call is the old world, is full of uh, a ton of mysteries and just feats of engineering that still to this day us. You know, they've gone through and looked at stones with perfect right angles all the way around them they've seen uh engravings through stone that some scientists say we couldn't even accomplish today because they're, they're they're just that perfect that we just could not figure it out but what if all that knowledge was passed down from a type of higher being Or maybe maybe we just didn't, or we don't give them enough credit. Maybe they did figure out all this on their own. Because like you and me have talked before, some people theorize that these ancient civilizations were a lot more than what we give them credit to be.
0: Yeah, I heard a theory like, scientifically and technologically, civilizations get so far, and then it's almost like, they reset themselves. Right. You have to start over, like, at the Stone Age and work your way back up. And a lot of these things that you're saying, people tend to be like, well, these ancient civilizations got so far advanced that they essentially wiped themselves out.
1: Yeah, because, and there are even, there is accounts of basically a whole cities and shit just disappearing overnight. Accounts,
0: like, like Atlantis, for example, lost right. in Atlantis. Exactly. So people think that they're so far advanced that they just
1: snuff themselves out which i i mean i i'm becoming more and more open to that theory it does make more and more sense especially with like you touched on earlier with finding things that aren't supposed to be there in that time frame yeah so That's, that theory does kind of play into that
0: it definitely um, makes you wonder and then on the opposite side of that coin it makes you wonder how close we're getting to the point (laughs) to where we could be snuffed out
1: if we're not already there yeah because i mean look at us we're kidding we're skyping and this fucking (laughs) sucks
0: (laughs) like we live 15 minutes away from each other we're skype calling
1: yeah it sucks it feels way weird
0: We're a lot like we're not very productive when we get together anyway but we are way less productive when we're on Skype.
1: Yep, this but is true.
0: Speaking of which, not to steal your thunder here, but I was just thinking about it. Now that we know we have the ability to record via Skype, if any of our other podcasters want to get together and do a roundtable, this could definitely be a way that we could do this. I don't know if you can like group, like group, have big groups
1: on here. I think you can add people. I don't know. We're and new to we this go. Skype shit.
0: If anybody, any of our other podcasters want to get together, have a topic, and just roundtable discuss, kind of cross-promote a
1: little bit here and there. It'd be fun. down. For sure. Back to Uh, portals. Yeah, back to portals. I'm going to start out in a place called Marca in Peru. There is a structure there that consists of two apparent stone archways with one measuring exactly 22 feet by 22 feet and another smaller one measuring about seven feet high. They're both carved out of rock. The Incas believed that the larger of the two quote-unquote doorways were used for the gods to travel through, and the smaller one was for mortals. These doorways were named Puerta de Haya Marca, or the Gate of the Gods, now, to open these doorways, you had to go through uh, more or less like a special ritual. And you also had to have a special key that was shaped, it was shaped like a disc. And a lot, I guess there's claims that it was a golden disc. And this specific key was called the Key of the Gods of the Seven Rays, which is kind of excessive. That is, it's a very but, specific key. Yes.
0: Uh, Side note, I'm looking at this, I pulled up the marka stone portal, quote-unquote, and it it's pretty pretty odd. Yeah. Pretty
1: bizarre. And, and apparently that key, that golden disc, legend has it that the, that disc uh, fell from the sky at one point in time. So, what was the
0: name of the disc? Key
1: of the what? The Key of the Gods of the Seven Rays.
0: Oh, it popped right up.
1: Weird. Um, according to legend, these doorways were used fairly often until around about the 16th century, when the Spanish explorers came looking for gold. Um, a priest named Armaru Maru decided he wasn't having it, <clears throat> so he went ahead and went through the rituals used the golden disc and as some of them stated that a brilliant tunnel of light appeared and he did the most logical thing he took the key and disappears off to the lands of the gods never to be seen again <laughs> see ya <laughs> yeah he's like you guys you're stealing all our gold you ain't you ain't getting this there's no I'm way. out yeah um good for but, him yeah but the the irony of all of this is that when you when because after that after that time frame the area itself just kind of disappeared like people forgot about it it went undiscovered again for a super long time but when it was discovered you know people were kind of amazed by the feet, the the architecture of the area. And like I was saying, as far-fetched as it seems, inspection of the doorways themselves actually shows a cutout in the doorways in the shape of a disc, leading credence to the key fitting in there.
0: Yeah, I was wondering about that.
1: Yeah. Um, there's also been people that claim to hear strange noises when they're near these doorways or they feel like feel like a almost like static electricity in the air. Um, They report like the weird noises is it's like people talking or music and some of them even which is weird as fuck. But some of them have hallucinations of stars and then this quote unquote columns of fire, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. Probably not good. No, and some people say that when you touch the rock, you can actually feel energy reverberating through the rock itself.
0: Ooh, that's so weird.
1: It is weird. Did you
0: did you find um, these other stories about the bronze gears of Peru? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, I was looking. I'm just I'm just kind of following along, looking up stuff as you go, and apparently, like you had the gold key. They found many other bronze gears of pearl as well. Gotcha,
1: gotcha.
0: I've got pictures of them, and they they do. They look, they specifically look like gears. And people are thinking maybe they're just like decorative ornaments, like representing the sun and shit. But other people think these could possibly be more keys to other portals or stargates. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, They said the Bronze Gears of Peru were possibly, in fact, used by ancient people in the region as keys to alleged stargates or replicas that were created in later periods in hope to recreate the original key of the gods that would once open the portals again. Dope. Weird, right? (coughs) I'm going to try to save all these pictures and post them up on social media.
1: Um.
0: That That was from a site called The Ancient Code, by the way, if anybody wants to look into it the stories stay mechanical gears of ancient Peru
1: keys to the gates of the gods and then there was another place I forget where it was and I, I'm i trying not to do all these stories on portals because it's something that obviously I want to revisit later on as I find more and more out about it but there it seemed like a, some of these stargates portals had to do with the sun you know uh there's one, I think it was like the the Sun Door or some shit like that. But I kind of I kind of link that into this because I know that you know the idea of portals themselves it does sound like something out of science fiction, right? I mean, it just doesn't sound like you being able to put a disc in a rock and it opens up. I mean, could you imagine that? Like Stargate the movie or the TV series or movie, whatever. You activate this and you literally go to another world, which is insane. But as crazy as that sounds, they're back in like 2012, scientists almost found or pretty much found proof that portals do exist. And this uh, plasma physicist by the name of Jack Scudder, he's the one that found them and he calls them X points or electron of diffusion regions. They're places where the magnetic field of Earth connects to the magnetic field of the sun, creating an uninterrupted path leading from our planet to the sun's atmosphere 93 million miles away. What? Yeah. And they were supposed to send... They were supposed to send, like, little drones to try to go through some of these portals in, like, 2014. But apparently nothing much came of that. And I found all this on so that NASA's... That was made public. Yes, that was made public. I found that information on NASA's website.
0: How do you even test that? It's fucking don't Because you figure anything going directly into the sun probably ain't coming the fuck back, that's for sure. One
1: would think,
0: dude. It makes me think of that a case of Strain song. It's got the uh, excerpt from the Mist, where yeah. they're like, "We open the portal, and it's just we we were hoping it was just a window that we could see through. But what if that window's a door? Yep. Everybody knows what happens when you open a door.
1: Mm-hmm. Shit Something comes, comes through, through you don't want. Which. This is actually a perfect segue into the next portion of the episode. Here we're going to the all-time favorite when it comes to portals and opening them and letting shit through CERN.
0: <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Yep. I feel there, like CERN CERN is your mortal enemy.
1: They're they are it's it's pretty nefarious in my eyes. <laughs> and then <laughs> You know, for those who don't know what CERN is or you haven't heard about it, it's, it's the largest and most powerful particle accelerator in the world.
0: Speaking of opening doors. What's that? CERN particle acceleration.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, and the, the facility is literally 300 feet below the ground. And I want all of you to remember that number. But there is a popular theory of CERN
0: that they are. That they killed us uh, in 2012, so go back and listen to our episode.
1: Yeah, they did do (laughs) us that, which is, it's titled, Are We Dead? Um, But there's a popular theory that, you know, CERN is trying to open doorways for teleportation, go into different universes, interdimensional shit, all that crap. And one of the far-fetched ones is that, which may not actually be that far-fetched, but they're actually trying to reach places like heaven and hell. And I know we've kind of touched on this a little bit before, but one rumor that I just recently found, which is pretty interesting, and I know a lot of you people out there have asked for this, which we haven't covered yet, but we will. But apparently in 2012, which is also to note, the year they killed us. Um, <laughs> scientists at CERN apparently let out biblical giants. And oh. they called us the Nephilim. Great. Yeah. So there's Thanks. that.
0: As if we didn't have enough shit to worry about here on this uh, planet.
1: Right. Now we got giants. Um, there's a man by the name of Stephen Quell, and... I found this little excerpt, and I just thought it was too good to pass up. But he he strongly believes that they are experimenting with opening doorways and claims that they could literally let everything out from actual demons and angels, reptilian beasts, and other things we cannot possibly fathom. He goes on to say... (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, just check this out. He goes on to say, The men who would play God in Searching for the God Particle... Are truly going to find more than they bargained for as they open the gates of hell. They will find interdimensional beings who have a taste for human flesh and humanity's destruction. Most scientists, in lacking an understanding of the supernatural entities that are going to confront them, are way beyond their ability to comprehend, let alone control. The forces of Pandora's box that will be released. Cool. That's pretty, a pretty neat. It's a pretty powerful statement.
0: Oh, man. Like, I don't even know where I was going to go with that. I had something. It's like like a Lovecraftian universe they're basically opening. Yeah. Shit we can't even fathom. Like, you can't even imagine like,
1: it. Like the fucking mist, whatever Like we were yeah. just talking about. I mean.
0: Like the Acacia Strain album. We're not sponsored yes. by the Acacia Strain, but they released, if you're into heavy music, they released an album at the end of the year called It Comes in Waves. And it's, it's basically about exactly this. Yeah. Kind of. It's got some religious tones to it. Like, talks about what if all the deities that we have been worshiping since the beginning of man aren't deities at all. They're just interdimensional beings that were toying around and came across this race of lower level beings, humans, and they're like, What could we do to like fuck with these people? And then after a while they just get bored with us. And here we are worshiping them, you know, putting them up on these pedestals like they're the creators and they don't even give a shit. And they get funny. bored with us and they just wipe wipe us out.
1: Or just leave us in general, yeah. just like whatever, we're out.
0: Just brush us off like a failed science experiment.
1: Yeah. See. ya. Uh, Bye. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but back to CERN, and we need to just do a super deep dive into this one day. But I found these these couple little episodes that happened there, and they're they're actually in a relatively recent time. But I, I chose these two because. Um. The excuses they gave as to why this should happen, because apparently a lot of times with CERN, when they do, when people see these odd occurrences around CERN, there's usually a blackout or CERN loses its power, something to that effect, which could kind of attest. because, I mean, say CERN, they use, they surge a large amount of power. It could shut down the grid. It could crash things. But there was a incident in, in 2016, which there is apparently video of it out there, that supposedly shows a portal in the clouds that appeared right after the power went out at CERN. What? Which they, yeah, which they claim happened because a weasel got into some sensitive material, or machinery, I mean, excuse me. But I just love the excuse. Get out of here. Of a weasel getting into sensitive machinery. So one would assume that somebody brought a weasel into work. Yeah? Of course. Because right. why not?
0: My dog's barking. So, speaking hears of that. a giant weasel. <laughs> Frank's <laughs> freaking out. Oh, I
1: love Frank. Um, you would
0: think You would think they would have a better excuse than that.
1: I know, just the trying ne- to
0: make
1: it dude. The so next one's even fetched. better. The next one is even fucking better. This one this one is the cherry on top for me. In 2009, a ripple went out and disrupted the Earth's magnetic field, which literally distorted space and time. <laughs> a re- a report from Russia claimed that this, at this very same time, the wave had s- s- instantaneously teleported. teleported an Airbus on its way to Bolivia, thousands of miles away to the Canary Islands, along with 170 passengers. Ironically enough, at the same time all this was happening, a blackout occurred, which they blamed on a bird dropping a piece of bread into a device.
0: They're not even trying to make an
1: excuse. Now, you guys listening, you, you remember that number I told you to remember? That CERN is literally 300 feet below the ground. And now they're saying that birds are are dropping bread into their equipment, which is causing. an
0: underground bird.
1: Oh. You know. I guess I I didn't take that into context.
0: Yeah, it's an underground bird.
1: Clearly. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I guess I'll have to edit that part out.
0: It makes you wonder. So it teleported that Airbus all the all that whole fucking way. It makes you wonder about like flight MH370. Yeah, the one that just disappeared. Yeah, I wonder if people could look into CERN, see if there was a blackout at the same time that that plane went missing.
1: Dude, that would be fucked up. Maybe we'll have to dig. Because if it did, we just figured it out.
0: We're we're gonna be famous.
1: Hashtag
0: famous. Or disappeared. We'll probably get disappeared. Like, Cern will be like, oh no, look, another bird with bread. And then the Hollis podcast doesn't exist anymore. It never, it never did. did. It just turns up being a Mandela effect 20 years down the line.
1: Yeah.
0: What like, remember, it, those well? two, remember those two assholes who used to talk about weird shit? Whatever happened to those guys? And they'll be like, they never
1: existed. And instead of our current spelling it will it'll be H O L L O W S K
0: Y like oh you mean the Ski podcast
1: <laughs> or that one
0: <laughs> It's
1: too awesome. Um I did like I said, I didn't want to get into a fuckload of stories because I want to save them for other deep dives, but I found two stories in particular and then another running theory which I'm going to get into because it's fucking awesome. But there was, and these are, well, this one's a a relatively recent story. Apparently in 2008 in Chicago, which is from the great state that me and Steve currently reside in, a student drove through what is later to be described as a portal. She was driving down the street and was the only person on the road she suddenly began to experience loud bangs against the doors of her vehicle, and at, some, at one point, it got hit, her car got hit with such force that it actually pushed her into the other lane. And she stated that almost as quickly as it started, it ended. So when it, when it stopped, she got out of her car to inspect what happened because she kind of assumed that by the way the noises were going that her car was just annihilated she gets out and it seemed to only have happened on the doors of her car but it almost looks like somebody put large amounts of heat against her doors and it it like warped them
0: that's weird
1: it is weird looking (laughs) you have pictures of it yeah there are pictures out out there of it Um, And and she looked around and there was no other cars to be seen, nobody else around. So she couldn't understand. And they're kind of assuming that she drove through some type of portal. And I just thought it was cool because it was in (laughs) Chicago in 2008. So it's relatively recent and in the state we're from.
0: And we, at the beginning of our tenure as podcasters, we actually had a listener call in about a portal here close to home right
1: yeah yeah
0: so makes you wonder if these things are more common than we think
1: oh i'm sure they are because like i said they're you hear about them all the time from the ancient people you know stargates and portals and you see the pictures of the car
0: yeah is it the black car with the Yeah. yeah 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 It, it, looks, it is. It, it is weird. It looks like Saran wrap almost. Yeah, yeah,
1: but and if you if you pay attention, it does look like it only happened to like the doors. Yeah, that is bizarre. It's really fucking weird.
0: I'm gonna have the, to try to remember to share all these.
1: <clears throat> the The next story that I have is kind of fucked up. Um, in 1972. There were four uh, girls from Southern Utah University. They were on their way home from a rodeo in Nevada. They were driving home through the Guy Gideon Canyon, if I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Sorry if I'm not. When all of a sudden they noticed the desert started to turn. And it started to turn from the desert to grass and pine trees. And they, they started to get scared because they were like, we didn't experience this on the way out here. Why are we experiencing it on the way home? Well, the asphalt road that they were on turned to concrete, which was fucking weird. And then they, when they looked back, the desert was nowhere to be seen. They were, they were gone from the desert where they should have been. So they pulled over. They, they saw a picnic table on the side of the road. They pulled over, decided to get out, stretch their legs, and kind of just halfway figure out what the fuck was going on. Well, all of a sudden, they heard one of their friends scream. So they all turned around. And they looked and they saw four black egg-shaped vehicles on on wheels that emitted a bright light from an unseen force. The machine started to approach them. So the girls got back into their car and took off. The cars ended up following them for a while, and they were following them in, like, an aggressive manner. So it almost sounds like the... These egg shaped cars were were almost like, "Hey, you're not supposed to fucking be here. Get the fuck out of here." Because it didn't seem like they were trying to really hurt them, but they it's you know the girls noted that they were these egg shaped cars were following them in a very aggressive manner. To the very least, they were trying to scare the girls. And the, the weird thing is, when the girls started going back the way they came, they actually saw the desert again. And when they crossed over into the desert, I don't know if it was from panic or being scared or whatever, but they ended up wrecking their car, driving off the side of the road and wrecking their car. Um, And when they did that, you can imagine how scared they were because they were thinking these vehicles were still behind them. But as they got out of their car, the vehicles were nowhere to be found. Now, later on, a another person passing the the area where the girls crashed seen the wrecked vehicle and called it in and when the police showed up they started investigating and what the police noticed was quite odd because the marks from their vehicle in the sand made it look like somebody just dropped their car from the sky. That's like it's start and stop point in that sand line like it like it just set them down and that's where they started
0: yeah that's weird isn't it it's so when you said the black egg-shaped vehicles it almost made me sound like or made me think of and alternate dimensions men in black like the black suvs yeah like them rolling (laughs) up like you're not this is not where you want to be right now for sure yeah
1: dude it totally makes sense and like
0: like, was it you telling me of a story was it your dad told us about a car being dropped off in a field
1: yeah yeah my dad said that he remembers a report and it was from around this area i can't remember i want to say it's out more towards your way (laughs) great uh but he said "Yeah, yeah they found the police found a, a vehicle in the middle of a field and there was no tire tracks out to it. Almost like something had dropped it from the sky and just sat like, it there.
0: How does that even happen?
1: It, it doesn't happen. There should, even on a dry day,
0: not supposed there, to happen.
1: There should have been tire tracks. And I don't so. remember. Like, Dad didn't tell me if like the field was planted or if it was just dry, but either way there should have been a path of travel. That you would have been able to find.
0: It's so crazy.
1: It is a. It's weird. Like the idea of portals. Is
0: it can fucking. tie in. Honestly, it could tie in so many different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Skinwalker Ranch could be could have a fucking portal on it. Is what Absolutely. Was, is what they they have said before that it's a portal to some kind of alternate world.
1: Yeah, which is weird that you bring that up because I, when I was doing this, I meant to write it down, but I forgot. And you remember that story of the wolf in Skinwalker Ranch? That the you know, it was one of the first ones I told. In that, but the wolf shows up, ends up attacking one of the guy's cattle. He tries shooting it, nothing happens to it. Well, ironically enough, the more people looked into this and listened to it. They think that wolf actually came through a portal, and they think that it's linked to—oh, I forget the name of the freaking animal, but it's supposed to be an animal that's extinct like 10,000 years ago.
0: Like a dire wolf?
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what they think it is. Which is—could
0: time slips be have to do with portals? It's possible, you know? Um. The fucking Philadelphia experiment.
1: Yep, sounds an was...
0: awful lot like CERN moving that airplane.
1: Yep, I also found just... that in my venture here researching
0: because I'm looking at this site and it's like uh, things that could prove portals. Remember all those videos coming out in China not too long ago about the cities in the sky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could the, could those be have to do with portals? You know, to some. I don't even know. It's like, it could open... The theory of alternate dimensions, I feel like, could possibly be a blanket answer to so many paranormal uh, mysteries. You know what I mean? Yeah. It paints a broad brush, but so many things could fall underneath it. It could be a singular answer to all these unanswered questions we have.
1: Yeah, I mean, because especially if like if there are other civilizations out throughout the universe more you know more way more intelligent than us and they figured out how to utilize portals and shit and then if our ancestors actually figured out how to open portals i mean that that literally could have been the start of the paranormal
0: there are like, so many accounts of people who have possibly had run-ins with these things you know what i mean run-ins with alternate dimensions and stuff like we could do a whole nother episode
1: i know that's why i didn't want to uh you know use every example out there right now i kind of just handpicked some and just i because i know that it's something that i'll eventually want to revisit and see if i can't find more things on it as time progresses um But this last one that I want to talk about, which I I already brought up to you, it's fucking a crazy conspiracy theory, but I kind of love it. There is an accusation that a lot of wars have been started because of these Stargate slash portals. Um, Apparently, the Nazis went looking for them, which... The Nazis were, you know, Hitler was in all types of fucking crazy stuff, UFOs, the occult, uh, hollow earth theory, all that shit. But believe it or not, apparently there are theories out there that the Iraq war of 2003 was kicked off because the United States found out about a Stargate that was hidden beneath Saddam Hussein's palace. Of course.
0: Why wouldn't there be one there?
1: Uh Uh-huh. And apparently, the Americans got wind of it that Hussein actually figured out how to power this relic up. So the Americans, being what the Americans do, they, they went for it. Um... And I haven't found any yet, but I'm definitely going to start looking for them. But apparently there are whistleblowers who have come out of the woodwork to confirm that the United States wanted access to this technology. There is a man by the name of Dan Bursch who claims that he was part of a covert team and went into Iraq on a mission to find the portal. There was a researcher and advocate of the theory is uh, Dr. Michael Sala, who has said of America's desire to possess the Stargates, now they're like it. So basically more and more people are coming forward saying that they've been involved in these classified programs where these technologies are used quite on the reg and that they're found all over the planet and didn't and when we were talking about this earlier, didn't you just say something about how they're moving uh, high ups underground? To what oh, place yeah. was it?
0: Out, I don't remember what it is. Some mountain under Utah, in Utah or something like that. Let me try to Google it and find it. So carry on. When I find it, I'll come in.
1: But I just, I mean, that's basically all I have written down for the, the topic tonight. Um, but it's weird. Like we've talked before, it's weird how there are so many different things that have come forward during our uh, occupancy of the Middle East. With the you know they're not their stargates portals, the military running with the gins and the nephilim over there because there's been accounts of the military running into giants over there. I don't know, the the whole portals thing is crazy. Especially if our government to date uses them and knows how to use them.
0: Yeah, I guess it's a mountain underneath Cheyenne, Wyoming, or something like that. There's a big underground bunker and they're moving a bunch of military people under there. They don't know if it's because of the virus that's running rampant or if they're planning on something something much bigger is it on its way down the pipe or what the deal is.
1: Oh, speaking of which,
0: I've heard a bunch of different theories like there's an asteroid headed toward earth or like this virus is just the first wave of what's coming.
1: I didn't I didn't really look into it, but you know that post you made the other day about the asteroid hitting wherever. Yeah. Uh I saw another post from somebody, and I, did, like I said, I did not look into it, but this person posted that five more were coming, and two of them were city killers.
0: Damn. See, because the, where was that? Nigeria, I think. The Nigerian government tried to ride it off as a truck full of explosives went off. Really? And left that crater. Why? Yeah. Well,
1: like, if it was legitimately an asteroid, why the fuck would you... I mean, I guess you could throw in the whole panic thing of the people.
0: That's, I think that's exactly what it is. But I mean... especially Especially in the days before, when everyone was talking about NASA had eyes on this asteroid that's supposed to be coming through, getting close. And all of a sudden, a, a chunk of this thing hits in Nigeria and blows a crater in the ground, blows a highway in half and shit. It's like who's to think there's not more coming down the pipe, dude? It totally could be. Back to what you're saying, I looked up um, Stargate locations.
1: Yeah,
0: you have the gate, of, the gate of the gods in Ayu Marca, Peru. Interestingly enough, the ancient stone arrangement underneath Lake Michigan that we oh, talked yeah. about, Michigan Triangle.
1: I fucking meant to bring that one up.
0: That's supposedly an arrangement. Oh, of, yeah. Uh 40 Bleach feet wood. below the surface of Lake Michigan they came across a storm formation using sonar equipment uh had the carving of a mastodon as we talked about scientists believe this petroglyph to be a petroglyph some remain convinced it could be an ancient prehistoric portal leading to another world currently in question is whether or not the massive stones came to rest there before or after the existence of the lake determining the authenticity of the mastodon petroglyph should provide a decent answer a third one, they say, is in Sedona, well, Arizona.
1: Before you get get past the the Michigan one, yeah. Uh, what I found interesting about that was that the local tribes have asked the government to keep that location a secret. So the, as of right now, that location is non-disclosed to the public. Of that. Which, Of the underground of the underwater
0: Oh in Michigan? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. A third one, kinda close to home here in the US, are known as the doorway of the gods or the Sedona vortexes in Sedona, Arizona. They talk about just the entire place feels like charged with electricity or spirituality. There's been vortexes vortex of energy. Um, according to local legend, tunnels and gateways leading to other worlds is, exist all over Sedona. Star people too are purported to have entered and exited through these portals. The doorway itself is a large archway of red rock at the top of a mountain. Some people have seen blue light emanating from it, and there are even accounts of strange sounds like muted bells or thunder surrounding the rocks on clear blue or on days of clear blue skies.
1: But see is like the the case? The first one I gave you the. The gates of the gods, where people were hearing disembodied voices, music, and shit like that around the doors.
0: Yeah, and it, it just—it makes you wonder if these things are more common, a, than we think. And areas of high strangeness, such as Skinwalker Ranch, uh, Stardust Ranch. If these things aren't set right on top of these portals,
1: it probably is. Because like Skinwalker alone, there's been people who have witnessed portals opening up there.
0: Yeah. Which makes me wonder if we should go to the one that was seen here close to home.
1: I'll go. Get
0: a GoPro. I'll buy a GoPro. I'm. Dylan's no got one. I'll borrow it. Uh, we'll
1: borrow it and go portal hunting. Just tie some fishing line to me and I'll run through it. Uh, we should probably use something a little bit more stout than fishing line. Is that a fat joke? No, that was, I'm going through (laughs) a fucking portal joke.
0: (laughs) Well, when we start recording the next episode that I got, kind of wings into portals. I don't know when it'll get released, if it'll get released before this one or after this one, but it's how we're recording it. It kind of talks about a portal, maybe, and fishing line. So it's It's funny that we decided to do these two topics, and they run into each other.
1: Yeah, and and like I was... Like I said, I literally sat down with the computer, typed the first thing that came to mind, portals, and away I went. <laughs> and then I just found it weird. Like I even texted you about how, uh, you know, what are the odds that I'm doing that? <clears throat> we already did research in a little bit on the Michigan Triangle. I don't even know if we mentioned portals in that episode. I don't think so. Especially, I like I in, remembered it. especially in regards to that this little stonehenge underneath the water
0: if we did talk about it it wasn't in regards to the stonehenge i think it may have been that guy that disappeared yeah was that was that that episode i don't know they all blend together disappeared and then showed back up like so many miles away oh, i know, I
1: know you're talking about Yeah, yeah yeah
0: which could essentially be another portal
1: it's weird dude it's weird when you think about it it is weird like i don't even know what i would like i know we talked about a little bit on the call that got left for us in regards to a portal but it still begs the question like would you walk through it or would you not like
0: probably
1: like, not there's a part of me that you i would at least have to like throw something through it or like poke a stick through there or something
0: i remember reading a story reading an encounter of this uh old miner this pan miner who is in i want to say the grand canyon but i don't know if that's sure or not because it's the only rock canyon i can associate it with yeah but he was either fishing or he was panning for gold and in the same spot this portal opened multiple times when he was down there and he would throw rocks through it and his dog would bark at it and all kinds of different shit. But he said the more that he went down there, the more a feeling of urgency set on him that he needed to go through the portal. Like he, something was like convincing him to step through.
1: Well, it gives me the jeebies.
0: Yeah. But it got to the point to where he stopped himself. And he's like, you, you have no idea what's on the other side of this thing. There is no reason for you to go through there. And he said, after that, it disappeared, and he never seen it again.
1: Dude, that's fucking weird. Cause that's almost like,
0: like baiting it in. Like, come yeah, on, bro. Come like, on. it's
1: an actual, like sentient, like a being, like a sentient being,
0: or some, or someone using it essentially as a, as a trap, as a bait trap.
1: Yeah, which fucking. Weirdly enough, kind of reminds me of some of those stories in the the woods episode.
0: Yeah, and who, who's to say that it's not all linked?
1: Oh god, that's fucking crazy.
0: Open up the rabbit hole, which is probably a portal in itself. <laughs>
1: the, the rabbit hole's always been a portal. Yeah, we were just too naive to to notice. No shit, it's awesome.
0: Story of our lives. Yeah but we'll probably wrap it up there is that all you got
1: yeah that's all I got for tonight I on dope episode that was a good time. Yeah, it wasn't bad it wasn't bad we'll have to keep digging into this it shit definitely
0: so open just kind of scratch the surface just pick the scab of this whole like the more I got to looking at it because normally how we do this when you bring a topic i I haven't really looked into it that much and I'll kind of just push it up as I'm sitting here and just kind of feed off of what you're going yeah. And the more I get to looking at it, it's like, holy shit, there's all kinds of weird shit.
1: I told you, dude, it's fucking, like, like it was so overwhelming at, for me at first uh, doing it. Because I had no fucking clue how to like, where to start. Like, how I was going to start any of this shit off. I had no fucking clue. I'm like, there's so much. It's crazy. And then the possibilities are endless, and I don't know. Like, it's crazy. It's
0: definitely not but on that note again we apologize if this is a little bit different than what you guys are used to like i said we're just trying to play it safe till i get all my shit figured out what's going on with this stupid virus and whatever um on that note check us out at all our social medias facebook twitter instagram uh youtube get on there and come hang out with us if you have any accounts that you believe that are akin to portals, if you've seen one, if something has happened that you can't explain that you may be able to attribute to one, please get at us and let us know, because we would love to hear the weirder the shit, the better.
1: Hell yes.
0: What we're all especially, about...
1: Especially in this weird, strange time we're living in.
0: Yep, that's no kidding.
1: You got yeah, some cool. awesome stories. Hit us up and keep us all distracted. Yep.
0: We'll get through it. We got it. Hell yeah. So until next time, all of our wonderful listeners out there, stay safe, stay weird, and if a portal tries to convince you to go through it, don't do it. It's a horrible idea. It's the worst answer. See ya.